1: I'm living, I'm a who, who I'm a Lose or winning, I'm a, I'm who, a who Sports at? coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do where that? that, where yeah. we do that, we do that, we do that, Huh? we do that, where I'm that, where we Sports coma. where we where we do that, where we do that, Somebody please better help, be running this thing like elf. Thing I like thank God every day I'm not a felt. Fel. go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. guys, if you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped, been marching in, that was way for the ring, I was yelling out to change for the championship, <laughs> fucking on town, duck down, Falcons, pluck it, shut down, Panthers ain't much to touchdown The vision really belong to us now So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL When things seem fishing and you probably smell The crooked referees are Roger Goodell like this and I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at lose all winning i'm a i'm a who the sports coma this is where we do that do that. Where we do that uh, where we do that do uh, we do that where we do that where we do that. Uh, like it's the sports coma this is where we do that You're yeah. <laughs> right.
2: welcome 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 you are now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys Where we have intense entertaining Educating and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports family. It's time to bust at it, family. We're going to preview the Saints and Arizona Cardinals coming up tomorrow, man. We got a special guest in the building, Mr. Alex Clancy of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. Listen, this dude is passionate, man. He knows the Cardinals, man. Listen, he got a fiery soul. and That's why I wanted Alex here, man, to talk about them, their Cardinals. Alex, welcome to the stream, bro. How you doing? Go ahead, my friend. I'm sorry. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, no problem, my friend. You know what? This is the thing that I was looking at, Alex, with your with your squad, man. I'm looking at the Arizona Cardinals. I know they're two and four. They got the same record as us. Uh, what sticks out to me is the fact that home victories, my friend. We're looking at the home. The Cardinals have yet to get a home win. It kind of before we get going with all of the statistics and the players, kind of delve into what's going on in terms of. Uh,
0: not being able to win at home. What you think, Alex? What do you think? I have no idea. <laughs> like, if the Cardinals lose on Thursday night, that will be a calendar year since they've won a game at home. Wow. You tell me what that means, because I don't know. I mean, it's it's the weirdest thing. You know, like, what sparked the Cardinals last year was their ability to be dominant on the road. It started with week one with Tennessee when they put up a 40-burger and got to, um, got to Ryan Tannehill over five times, like, it's like, oh man, is this is this what this road team is going to look like? And they were they were the best road team in football through ten or twelve weeks, and then you know what? Everything just dropped off, and they have not won a home game since the middle of October of last year.
2: Wow. Uh, well, you know what? That's bad news for Arizona Our Cardinals uh, supporters. But let me tell you something. That's great news for the black <laughs> and gold. Let me let you know, Al. So I guess which something that's bad for somebody else is great for somebody else. Because listen, we're not very good at home either, but we're one and one on the road. So maybe they can find some magic there and kind of get on the right side of this thing. But it was a couple of moves that you know that you guys did kind of might change your, the bit of how your offense look. I know you're getting going to your best guys back, and DeAndre Hopkins he returning uh, for suspension right on time to kind of help you. Talk about his contribution, Alex, and how you think they'll kind of. Incorporate him into the office with Kyler Murray and others.
0: You know, DeAndre Hopkins is consistent as gravity when he plays. He's pound like to me, he's I had a love affair with DeAndre Hopkins from afar when he was in Houston, when he was at Clemson. It's like this dude is special. He's quiet, he's humble, he's very Andre Johnson-ish. I guess if you want to go home cooking, wow. he's very Marcus Colston-ish, where he's just like, he's a dude who's better than everybody else, and he just shows it every week. And the fact that the Cardinals have him and, you know, they've figured out how to utilize him, bringing him back, even with Hollywood Brown being injured and being out for a handful of weeks, DeAndre Hopkins coming back is there couldn't be a bigger deal. You know, he just comes in. It's not injury. It was our PED suspension, which I don't think he knew. Honestly, like there is no reason to believe that he knew that he was ingesting something that was a banned substance. It was a, it was a trace amount. It happens. Um, I don't think it, it, Mess with his character at all. I don't think people see him any different way. And I think he's ready to ball out on Thursday night. And the Cardinals need Cardinals need him to.
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah. I was looking, like you said, you're missing, uh, you know, when Marquise Brown went down with his injury and getting him back is definitely a help, but that's not all you guys did. You kept it moving on the wide receiver front, bro. Mm Y'all traded out and, and went and got a Robbie Anderson for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they're coming down. What, you know, talk to us about that, uh, Alex. What do you think Uh, the contribution for Robbie Anderson? Will he have an impact on this game in particular?
0: You tell me. No, I don't know. Like <laughs> it, it, It's weird. Like It's just weird because so the last time we saw Robbie Anderson, and there was a, an old Arizona Cardinals tie here because the interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers after Matt Rule got fired is Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals for one right. year in 2018 before Cliff Kingsbury came in. The last thing we saw about Robbie Anderson was he was yelling at everybody on the sideline, pissed off that he wasn't getting the ball and that, you know, the quarterback and everything like that. And the Cardinals trade for him. They give a future sixth and seventh round pick. So it's it's chump change. This mm-hmm. dude, anybody that plays fantasy football over the last seven or eight years knows what Robbie Anderson is capable of. Yep. Will that translate to an Arizona Cardinals offense that is in desperate need of big play capability? We'll see. Um, right. He's going to play. He's been an Arizona Cardinal for less than 100 hours. And it's like, the crazy part about this is, and this is no knock on Hollywood Brown at all because he's been a bona fide number one this whole year before he got injured. But like, it's kind of a net positive for the Cardinals wide receiver group getting DeAndre Hopkins back, acquiring Robbie Anderson, as opposed to week one through six when neither of those guys were on the team and it was Hollywood Brown leading the charge. So even though they lost Hollywood Brown, at least for this week, it looks like a net positive where the wide receiver group got better, even though Hollywood Brown is out.
2: Yeah, indeed, Alex. You look at uh, him, he's uh, the top guy for you uh, receiver-wise. 43 catches, 485, and three scores there. So, yeah, you know, they're going to definitely need somebody to step in that void. And, boy, DeHop coming back at the right time really uh, fits the bill. Uh, looking at some of the uh, statistics here in terms of the uh, points per game, 19 points a game. Ours uh, uh, <laughs> is 23 and a half, but uh, giving up uh, almost 24 points uh, on the defense, uh, ours is 26.3. Uh, Alex, the defense, and you look at the defensive statistics 352.8, might as well average it at 353, and 249 flat through the secondary, 104 on the ground. What, what talk to us about the, the defense? What's going on with the defense here? Because you know, I'm looking at they have a couple of players on that defense. Uh, kind of educate us about the defense. I know, I know about Buda Baker, I know about Buda Baker, JJ Watt when he's inspired to play, but who are some other guys on there that you like that that should kind of help elevate the thing? And why? Are, why? Based on that, why are this defense? The statistics look as funny as they do in terms of allowing
0: that much yardage going on. What you think I'm going to start that? with that first. So okay. if you take away the Chiefs game where they put up a, where they gave up a 44 burger, it was Week One. Nobody played in the preseason. OK, mm-hmm. so you have Patrick Mahomes coming in, pissed off from how last season ended. He's got something to prove. All he's hearing is Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't know why people like he's done it. What other people are trying to do when people are saying that other quarterbacks are better than him, which doesn't make any sense. So it was like a perfect storm of crap <laughs> for the Cardinals week one. So that's kind of skewed the numbers since week two. They haven't given up more than 23 points per game. The defense is the strength of this team through six weeks. The defense, their job is to set the table for the offense to eat. And the offense has been fasting, refusing to eat through six weeks. Ah. Like, the defense isn't built to be the strength of this team. The defense is built to be the complement. All offseason, trading for Hollywood Brown, drafting Trey McBride in the second round instead of getting a defensive player. You know, like, extending James Conner, extending Zach Ertz, All they did was for the offense. They brought in a couple offensive linemen and they brought in Darrell Williams. They brought in all offensive guys. Chandler Jones left, Jordan Hicks left, and they added no pieces of impact on the defensive side of the ball because the offense was supposed to be the strength, and it ain't. So that's kind of what we're looking at. The defense is supposed to bend, don't break. So when you bring up the yards, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But they've given up field goals a lot more than what other defenses have and they've been the strength of this team. Now, there's going to be a household name that Saints fans will know who don't who they don't know right now and I'm not saying anybody's, okay. you know, not intelligent anything like that, but right. Byron Murphy Jr. is going to be the guy defending Chris Olave more times than not. You know, when they play zone it maybe a little bit different, but Byron Murphy Jr. has turned from his rookie year give the most touchdowns I believe than any corner of any corner in the NFL, and then he's emerged as this guy as a huge question mark going into the season. He's in a contract year. Can he be a guy? Not even the guy. Can he be a guy? And he's become the guy through six weeks. He kept Devonte Adams for two catches for twelve yards. AJ Brown, when he was when he was shadowing him, didn't do a whole lot. Like he's legitimately yeah. a bona fide fringe CB one at this point, and is going to be put to the test with the young lightning fast, smart receiver in Chris Olave on Thursday night.
2: Yeah, that's going to be fun to watch, man. And, uh, you know, I was looking around, man, and I did see some footage on him on Murphy Junior and uh, to the degree I didn't know as much as what you're saying about him and his abilities on the team, because I do, I am familiar with Buddha Bacon, his playmaking ability, but I was looking at uh, some of your other guys. I was like, wow, you know, I, I'm not too familiar with some of these guys I'm have to do some more intricate research on them, but I am familiar with Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson he's a guy that they expect uh, the Cardinals expect to be a big uh, factor in, in years to come and currently and years to come with this team so in in terms of you're saying the defense is the strength of the team let's kind of move over to the offense let's talk about that because when you talk about Arizona Kyler Murray pops up mm-hmm. Kyler Murray pops up he's the face in terms of, of the offense of the team a lot of off season stuff kind of happened Alex Uh, uh you know Rumors saying that some of it's still kind of moving uh uh through the, the organization. We're not sure. But kind of, you know, talk to us about Kyler Murray, his play. And uh it seems it seems like he should be doing a little bit better than that, shouldn't he? You're
0: gonna give me any layups here? You're just give me the hard stuff. What I'm, are we I'm doing I'm here? Sorry, man? Alex, I'm no, sorry. That's good. I like it. I like it. I told you, I like it. Um, no, this is good. These are important questions to ask. Um one thing that I've said about Kyler Murray, pretty much through the first couple of weeks of his career is that it was pretty evident that he's going to win in spite of Cliff Kingsbury, not because of him. And Cliff Kingsbury was brought in to mold and form Kyler Murray into elite, into an elite quarterback in the NFL. They have history, you know, Cliff at Texas tech was, I think he was quoted as saying, Kyler Murray is going to be the number one overall pick. If he chooses to play football, Steve kind of went out and got Cliff Kingsbury because he knows Kyler Murray knows his offense, the whole thing we've seen. So many, what I call, oh my God, moments from Kyler Murray, where it just just truly takes your breath away. Not because I'm too close to it. I'm not a homer, nothing like that. But you're like, oh, sweet mother, what did I just witness? I mean, you could say the same kind of thing if we're talking about the Saints, about Alvin Kamara, where it's like, what the hell was that? No human being should be able to do that. And Kyler Murray, the same kind of way. We've seen throws. We've seen runs. We've seen, uh, you know, eluding defenders. And now he signed his contract extension. And this is the glaring, glaring truth now that he's not getting enough real coaching to elevate him. And I think, and there is definitely Kyler Murray's at fault here too. Like not fault, but like like playing quarterbacks hard and he won Rookie of the Year. He's been a pro bowler for two years. They started 11 and two or 10 and two last year. And then, you know, things dissipated. I think that there's just some uncertainty around why what's happening is happening. And I think that when you see a guy like Brian Dable doing what he's doing with Daniel Jones and they're five and one Trevor Lawrence emerging in Jacksonville, even though the record isn't very good with Doug Peterson. Like I think Kyla Murray's doing a lot of this on his own.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that it's starting to really show now.
2: Yeah. And, and to be honest, I think uh, having Deandre Hopkins there will definitely help the offense so in essence you can kind of throw out you know that's what I'm I'm, I'm just going to do it straight up I'm just going to throw out what we've seen some of the dysfunction in the offense with Arizona with Hopkins coming in that thing with Anderson whatever little good he can give you it's going to be a plus as long as he shut up and get out there and play some football so those guys in my opinion are a plus to Kyler Murray uh, the rushing attack, how, how, let's talk about the rushing attack, Alex. Uh, I see James Connors banged up a little bit. Uh, you talked about Williams is one of my favorites in LSU guy. I'm LSU guy. Mm-hmm. So who's, who's the, who's the guy that's going to shoulder the load for the running back? Is it the Terminator or is it going to be somebody else? What do you think, bro?
0: Well, we'll see what happens with James Connor. You know, he's, he's hobbled. I don't know if they're still day to day him and Darrell Williams. We'll see what happens as mm-hmm. of now. Um, you know, Benjamin looks to be the starter if, if everything holds okay, true, fine. Corey Clement, Anybody that, again, plays fantasy football knows Corey Clement. He had one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history when he was with the Eagles, you know, a long throw from uh, Nick Foles to a huge catch in the back of the end zone that got reviewed, ended up being a touchdown. Um, Kyler Murray, we'll see. Like, I wonder if, like, if this game starts to get away from the Cardinals a little bit, like if they go down 10, if Kyler's just going to start taking over. The rushing attack without James Conner is kind of in flux because there is no true, like, oh, who's next? If Darrell Williams plays, I've been a huge Darrell Williams proponent. Like, if James Conner gets hurt, Darrell Williams can be an RB1. Unfortunately, James Conner got hurt a couple of plays later. Darrell Williams got hurt. So, you know, Benjamin, the ASU product, uh, the former seventh-round pick of the Arizona Cardinals, has kind of jumped in. He's kind of going to be the guy. He's shown enough He's shown enough to be able to carry the weight with those two out. But I feel like the Cardinals are going to have to implement Kyler Murray a little bit more, like they did in the first drive against Seattle, if they're going to want to move the field against this defense, even though, you know, Marshall Lattimore is going to be out and the defense hasn't really played up to the potential that everybody expected it to be when the season started.
2: Indeed, Alex, indeed, man. That's a lot um, to kind of look at. And I've Murray, like you said, so yourself. um, He's phenomenal, whether he's throwing and passing and he's getting the top receiver in Hopkins. He's getting a little help with Anderson. Uh, I was looking at the times he was sacked the offensive line, Alex, how's he uh, kind of talk to us about the offensive line play? Uh, yeah, uh, how, how do you feel about the offensive line play, buddy?
0: When it's healthy, it's it's fine. It, they've been they've been hobbled. Uh, Justin Pugh, the left guard, right. is now out for the, year with the torn ACL. Um, yeah. Ronnie Hudson's hurt. You know, Ronnie Hudson, when he plays, he's one of the best centers in the NFL. Yes. Um, and then you know, DJ Humphreys on the left and Kevin Beacham on the right. Like uh, Cody Ford, who they traded for, who played with Kyler Murray in college, is he's gonna play, too. I think. Uh, oh, sorry? is he
2: back? Is Cody back? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yes. So he should be playing okay. Thursday night, I think. They activated him off the IR. Okay. Um, that was a struggle last year when Rodney Hudson got hurt, when there were injuries, there was a lot of guys on the team, but the depth wasn't there. It, depth doesn't count if you have a lot of C minus players. And I think that's where the Cardinals find themselves again, because instead of going out and getting an impact offensive lineman in the first round or the second round, they traded for Hollywood Brown and drafted a tight end. So these are kind of the sows that are being reaped right now, reaping right. What, whatever that is. And, and that's kind of what we're looking at now. And people need to remember, and hopefully this will be a glaring, glaring um, reminder that if you can't protect Kyler Murray, none of this is going to work.
2: Right. He has to, you, you have to keep him together. And uh, often the knock against Kyler Murray outside of his athleticism and his explosiveness is that uh, if he, you know, he's a little guy. So if, if them big guys get the falling on them, uh, that it won't bowl well. But uh, listen, let, let's talk about this, uh, Alex. I, I, I like what Kyle Murray is. I do. I knew he had a little uh, some issues before. And I'm looking at uh, some. Like I said, I'm just my in my instinct is Sammy Danger, 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 D. Hopkins. We don't have Lattimore there. Danger, danger, danger. Hopkins is back. And he's licking his chops and doing the Birdman hand rub, looking at the fact (laughs) the Saints do not have Lattimore over there Mm -hmm. to stand in front of him and cover him. So the the Arizona Cardinals right now, my friend, currently on a two-game losing streak. A bit of desperation setting in. Hopkins come. Uh, Let's let's talk about that, Alex. How do you see them getting the win against the Black and Gold in y'all building? I don't.
0: I don't. So so this is how they could – this is how – if they were to win, this mm-hmm. is how it would happen. Number mm-hmm. one, it's going to start on the defensive side of the ball. They are going to make – I think Andy Dalton's starting. It's close, right? But I think it's still going to be Andy Dalton as of now. It's going to be kind of game time, but they're playing – if,
2: Right. If I had to say – if if you forced me to make a bet on it, Alex, I would say it will be Dalton.
0: Okay. Yeah. So they need to get in Andy Dalton's kitchen. And they have really good history with Andy Dalton. Uh, again, when he was with Dallas, Kyler Murray completed nine passes in the Cardinals, one by two touchdowns, I think. Like they've got history with Andy Dalton. They've got to get in his kitchen number one. Number two, they have to bracket Alvin Kamara because that dude is nightmare fuel whenever he steps on the field. Even though he hasn't scored a touchdown this year, I love him. I love, I think he's one of the more talented players we've ever seen. Pound for pound. You know, he's just, he's incredible. Um, and offensively, they need to score touchdowns. Like, this is a This is an SOS moment because Mm. the Cardinals offense is not good. And the Cardinals offense is built to be good. So Mm -hmm. with this, they need to score touchdowns. They need to put up 24 points, I think, to beat the Saints, even though the Saints are hobbled with injuries and stuff. Taysom Hill, another nightmare. You know, Mm -hmm. a guy that can run over anybody on a football field and score a touchdown anytime. How they win, getting Danny Dalton, stopping Alvin Kamara, and scoring touchdowns. I just don't think that two out of the three is going to get there. And I don't think they're going to do all three out of the three. They haven't won in a year, man. I got to see it first. They haven't won at home in a year. I got to see it.
2: Mm, That's tough for an Arizona man to say such a thing. Trust me, because he's keeping it a real man. Listen, and let me give you some of my uh, uh, feelings as well on this matter, Alex. I'm looking at this game. And, of course, the Saints – Last two games, one and one, we haven't had a dominant performance. You know, in terms of we we'll beat a team and like, yeah, we beat them pretty good. Yeah, this is a confidence building win. We came from behind in 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 a movie moment against the Atlanta Falcons to, you know, just shock them, which was cool beating them. Then you lose to Carolina. Nobody, nobody, lost to Carolina except for us. You know, Carolina is just like they're not a very good team. And then of course we're up and down. So our defense has been giving up several explosive plays. We're giving up gashes, the defense. And I've not seen this in a long time. The Saints defense surrender gash plays, running plays up the center. They're getting gashed over the top through the secondary. So I have, and you saying you have to see it. I I, I agree with your thinking there, that the, 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 Energy around the Saints building like, yeah, we're going to be all right. We just stay on course. And I'm like, what course is this? Through the Bermuda Triangle? What are we doing here? <laughs> you, got, you got to be able to show us that you get. They're acting like they can flip a switch and turn it on. And I haven't seen it all regular season long. So I don't know if they can do that yet. They will have to show me. And I know they do have the horses, Demario Davis, Cam Jordan, and Tyron Matthew hasn't mm. looked like himself. He's got to get together. But Alex, listen, this can go either way, in my opinion. I, I just – I'm not very confident in our defense over the last couple of games, giving up big-time explosive plays to Seattle, giving up ex- explosive plays to Joe Burrow and Cincinnati. I mean, so I, I'm not feeling that right now in, in, in terms of our offense. Well, we have the horses and the talent, but I just – go ahead, Alex. What you was going to say?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, like – and the thing is, you know, it's – we have no idea what's going to happen. Like, normally th- – during a game, you're like, okay, well, this will probably happen. There are some weaknesses here. This, mm-hmm. this player is probably going to exploit this. This defensive player is probably going to exploit this. We have no idea what's going to happen on Thursday. Not like we're not Nostradamus and we don't know the score. Like, we have legitimate – this could be a 50-point total game. This could be 9-6. Like, we legitimately have no idea. And that's terrifying. Oh. And, and because right. the reason why it's like – and I'm not, you know, you know, glorifying this or magnifying it, but it's like – we don't know from both sides. Is Dennis Allen a good coach? We don't know. We don't know if Alvin Kamara – Alvin Kamara, sorry, I ruin it every time. Alvin Kamara has the burst or if he's living off reputation. We don't think so, but we don't know. We don't know if Chris Olave is the only good wide receiver that, that New Orleans Saints has who can play more than four games in a row without getting hurt. Like, we don't know. Cardinals, we don't know if Kyler Murray is an elite quarterback. We think he is, but we don't know. We don't. We don't know – if DeAndre Hopkins is going to come back at 31 years old and be a world beater, like he's been for the entirety of his career. We don't know anything about really either. Like we don't know what the root of the problem is really for either of these teams going into Thursday night when they're two and four, whoever drops to two and five, there's going to be some uncomfortable conversations happening Friday through Monday and on into week eight. Like it's going to be weird. And there's a lot at stake on Thursday night, even though it doesn't really seem like it.
2: Oh, it, oh absolutely. They, it, what is 10 games between the next contest. But for both of us being that we're here, that's a lot of time for a lot of crap to be talked. <laughs> uh, by you. So I, you would want to be on the right side of that thing. But you are a thousand percent right, Alex, on that Dennis Allen situation, because uh, this, definitely adjustments need to be made on his side of it. They're a little p- little bit too calm for me. I'm not asking them to be all frantic, but there's got to be a balanced medium in there, a seriousness, a toughness in a certain uh, energy that you going forward with. We know they have the horses. We know the defense could be good, but they haven't shown that this year. We know that the offense was good enough with all our backups to compete with Cincinnati's full uh, cabinet worth the players and right. almost win the game. We know that the Saints had identity issues the first several weeks and then the last couple of weeks have found their identity as a running team when they was able to put 230-something yards up on Cincinnati. And Solomon Wilcox, shout out to him, he was on the stream uh, yesterday was talking about nobody did that to Cincinnati all season long. They held everybody underneath the 98, 99 yards per contest. For you to just go for a 230, hey, that's something you know to, to speak of. So you're absolutely right. It can go either way. That's what I'm saying, and, and you're absolutely right. So getting into that, Alex, talk to us about some of the guys on your squad, you, you, you feeling besides the obvious guys, Kyle Murray, D. Hopkins, and stuff like that, who are some guys that you think will step up uh Diamond and a rough you you gave us Murphy Jr. Are there any others that we need to be uh concerned about uh coming up in this matchup?
0: Yeah, you know, Zaven Collins, the for the first round pick from last year, um mm-hmm. looked like looked like another Isaiah Simmons situation where it's like not the right fit, hasn't really played that position all that much before. You know, is it really gonna fit his skill set? Is are the other players on the defense going to be able to complement him in a way to allow him to you know, flourish in, this, in the position that he's in. And during the preseason, he looked lost. He looked lost. I'm like, oh, no. This is supposed to be the guy who has the green dot on Sunday, you know, on game right. day, calling the plays. Week one, they gave Isaiah Simmons the green dot. Isaiah Simmons looked more lost than I would playing football. And, you know, and I, I'm not mad enough. I'm mad enough to say it. But then Zayvon Collins came in, took the green dot week two. It has been, you know, all you want. For, from a defensive player is somebody to not... It's like, you know, forever. Before mm-hmm. offensive linemen started getting paid, before offensive linemen were looked at as human beings. You know, when when Matthew Stafford was getting $60 million or $40 million before playing it down, and they're like, wait, right. offensive linemen played eight years and they made a third of that? Like, right. once once the correction happened, you were like, the only time you're talking about offensive line when things aren't going well. And then, yep. obviously, it's it's shifted now because people are actually looking at offensive linemen like as they should um defensive players when you don't hear about them when you don't hear oh there was a big play given up by this person that means they're at least doing their job sufficiently and with zayvon collins he's on the field 100 percent of the time he's showing flashes he has first two sacks as, as a pro last uh, last week like he's showing that he's growing and maturing as the heartbeat of this defense in the middle of the field and that is something. That is huge for the future of this team. And then the other guy, this is a guy who got a contract extension in the off season. You said, you know who Buda Baker is. It, that's yes. great. Like when Buda Baker got his contract extension, I think it was three years ago now, two years ago. Now mm-hmm. my buddy texts me, he knows football more than I do. He texts me. He goes, who is Buda Baker? Cause like he wasn't a household name. He wasn't. Now he is Jalen Thompson, strong safety is backup singer who is backup mm-hmm. dancer. Who's now pretty much one in one a he's an absolute mauler. He hits so hard. And he's a guy who got a contract extension this offseason. He and he and Buda Baker are, in my opinion, top three safety duos in the NFL. Wow. They just are. And they just don't. They both played in the Pacific Northwest. Buda Baker played at Washington. Jalen Thompson played at Wazoo at Washington State. All of the East Coast, all those damn East Coast biasters were asleep when they were playing football at 8 o'clock Pacific time. So nobody ever really got to see them. <laughs> These two guys are absolutely – they're just ballers. They're ballers. And they happen to be on the same team in the same in the same division uh, defensive uh, position group.
2: Well, that 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 definitely works, man. If you can get some chemistry and synergy with some of these guys, it's almost similar to what the Saints did when they went up and gave up several picks to uh, get uh, Chris Olave because he was fancied by Mike by by Michael Thomas. He mentored the kid, so when he brought him onto the team, it was a natural fit, and they get along splendidly. And look what he's doing for the Saints. We don't have have too many people was complaining about, hey, Q, why did they give up these picks for this guy? Well, they not you don't hear those guys very much right now, being that Chris Lobby is showing you his value to the team. So, I mean, yeah, that makes a great deal in terms of the chemistry and the synergy of your team. I think, uh, Alex, I'm looking over at the the Saints squad. I think some of the people that really need to step up for the black and gold, you made mention of some of the, the, the guys like Kamara, but I think we still going to need – we have so many injuries impacting our squad, so we're going to need a, a bevy of different guys to step up here. We know what Marquez Calloway and Traquan Smith did mm. in the capacity force. I love These Traquan like,
0: Smith. I love Traquan Smith. Like, I know that he's fallen out of favor. I know he's wide receiver four, even though Marquez Calloway hasn't really gotten right. to where people thought he would after his preseason, right. his rookie year, or second year. I love Traquan Smith, when he plays, he seems to be as consistent as Gravity from afar. Tis the season for chicken fingers at Raising Cane's. Warm up with hand battered, cooked to order chicken fingers, crispy crinkle cut fries, garlicky buttered Texas toast, and the real source of holiday magic, cane sauce. And while you're treating yourself, don't forget to treat everyone on your list to Cane's gift cards and New York City inspired plush puppies that benefit pet organizations. Happy holidays from Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. <coughs>
3: Price picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepix.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepix.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to a $100. PrizePix. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. Were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. You know, I, I just love him. I got a soft spot for him.
2: Well that's a that's a uh well this uh, last game he did do a good job but he really stepped up there he made some catches. He's been a, a steady blocker for us over the over the most of the times Alex but uh he's been quite maddening because he has he has talent but for whatever reason he don't put he doesn't put it together consistently. So the Saints have been really patient with Trey Smith and for whatever reason Kevin White he's he's here but guys like Trey Quan Smith Rashad Rashid Shaheed who came in with the 44 yard uh, in the round touchdown on the Bengals who came straight off the practice squad and has some production right away so the Saints are doing a good job of getting some of these undrafted guys and some of these young guys to come in and contribute to the team and we're gonna and I'm gonna call upon because I think Andy Dalton would more than likely be the guy uh, the Saints running attack will be what they use to kind of set up the offense you're gonna see some more taste some hill implemented in that thing because saints probably would have won the game if they went to Taysom hill later in the game against the cincinnati Bengals. something that they did against the seattle seahawks that they went away from it wasn't injury it turns out that's just gg was just not caught up into the floor of the game so <laughs> this is what what they're saying so it, it's crazy uh Alex. but listen that's what i'm looking at running game for the saints uh play action or pass off the back of the run the saints are really working that thing uh, hell, they had almost what was it six six yards rushing against. I mean, they had a something ridiculous, a high rank uh, rushing uh, average against this team. So they found an identity as a, a rushing team now, and they just have to get the passing off the back of that. And my God, the defense, the defense were give. They were we were shouting the defense's praises. We were saying these guys could be. A Super Bowl defense. You add this guy. You add Tyron Matthew, Marcus May. Oh my goodness, Q. Look, we got a Super Bowl defense. Yeah, <laughs> we got something all right. But it ain't. It's nothing to what we thought it was going to be. They have to get it together. So yeah. that's my call on it. But look, Alex, t- talk to me about prediction. What, what score you get for the game, my friend?
0: I think it's going to be 24-20 New Orleans.
2: 24-20. Look kind of a low score. Yeah, yeah. I I and I asked you for a score, and I'm blanking, I'm blanking my tail off. Sure, you're so sure I'm you not to give a, you don't
0: have to give a prediction.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> look kind of bad if I don't it. <laughs> well. I ask you for one I say, you know what, I ain't gonna give one. No, nah, nah, it's <laughs> fair is fair, my friend. Uh I, I I would say I think um I would have to go 27, 24, somewhere in long enough. I'm not I I just I'm not feeling this because it's it's one of those games where, like you said yourself, my friend, but Saints do do good in prime time. So maybe that helps up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They have to show me some more so I can get the feel of the team, man. They're not doing enough for me. So, yeah,
0: same. Anyway,
2: but anyway, Alex, any last uh, thoughts on the game, my friend?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm nervous. That's all. Bro, That's it. This I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm, st- But I, I am pumped. I'm ready to see some big players step up. I mean, I am going to have nightmares of Cam Jordan tonight. I, the, the last thing I will say is like anybody that can do something great with a smile on their face is terrifying. Like he's got that big infectious smile. He's got a great yeah. personality, like yeah. super, like, yeah. I mean, charismatic. He's, he is a nightmare. Like you're supposed to dislike people that are on, you know, whatever. I don't just like anybody, but like with that, you get a sack and you put out a big smile. It's like, damn it. Yeah. It's like, I know I'm better than you. I can't. Yeah. That energy is just—it's tough to beat.
2: Yeah, Cam is awesome, man. He's he—he's probably one of a few of our defensive linemen that's actually trying to do something. Davenport needs to wake up. On Yamada needs to go back into a time machine and travel two years ago mm-hmm. and become that guy. And we need some help on the opposite side of Daniel and Yamada too. So, and, and we just need so much to happen in this matchup. But Alex, uh, uh, uh tell talk, talk to the family members. Tell them where they can find your show, my friend.
0: Sure. Um, locked on Cardinals Monday through Friday. Wherever you get your podcast, um, Apple, you know, Google Play, whatever. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner and uh check out YouTube. Um, yeah, locked on Arizona Cardinals on YouTube Monday through Friday. Bam.
2: Man, Alex is and listen, man. Alex is I've listened to several of his streams. Man, he tells it real. He don't, you know, he don't sprinkle a team with confetti. <laughs> and, 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 and and dip them in sugar and hand them to you. No, this this guy is passionate. He tells it and he just he just punches you in the face about the truth of the team. Just like in this in the show, you just you heard what I said. You know how hard it is for the man to say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick your squad. Even though I'm an Arizona guy, I'm gonna pick your squad to win the game because I don't see enough. That's real, man. That's real. You know, I'm some like people it. some people say, Alex, fake it till you make it nah man i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna keep it to buck 15 with you bro if your team's <laughs> you if the team is bad bro and and i ain't gonna come up here and say oh alex cam jordan and, and such such man they're gonna kick Kyler murray but i don't man i'm not saying that at all because man they just have not showed me enough and i'm it's so deep you know it's we're what seven weeks into the season and we still this. oh my goodness but anyway alex thank you my friend and uh um, if you got some time, I'm going to contact you, bro, and see if you can come in on the recap stream or day after, so we can get your thoughts on the game. Win, lose, or draw, my friend.
0: You got it. No problem. Thank Thanks you, brother. Pre-
2: appreciate you, bro. Thank you, Alex. Much love, bro. Thank you. Of course. All right. That's Alex, man, from uh, Locked On Cardinals. Cool dude, man. And I, like I said, bro, the, I, when I get the family members on and guys like Alex and guys like Solomon and others that come on, man, these guys know their squad, they know the team, and they're going to keep it a buck 15 with you to the 10th degree, to the 9th degree, to the 15th degree, baby. But hey, man, uh, let the family members, y'all chime in the chat. Let me know how y'all feel about this here thing. Um, Put it in the comment section, family, and let me know how you feel about this thing and your predictions of who win this contest. Because listen, family, I've been doing this for a while, and you know that, you know, sometimes I run out of words, and I don't know what to say. Sometimes I be speechless. But I mean, I've seen the Saints this year, and I'm just so – I'm just absolutely flabbergasted, you know what I'm saying, about about this team and the dysfunction, you know, like the consistency. There's six weeks in, and the consistency here will do, look good here, and then two drives, we stink. We can't – you know, six weeks in, we make several completions, then great drive, Q. Man, that was an excellent drive. And then the next drive, this dude missing people right and left. I mean, you know, false start in your own building. It's just it's like it's it's not a floor, it's like you you constantly on a uh uh what you call it, a, a merry-go-round. Or you know, what's the thing they go up and down like that? That merry-go-round. So, I mean, you you constantly on the a, a merry-go-round with this team, you're up and down, you're up and down, because just when you think they figured out they do something dumbfounding. And put you back on the on the other side. Damn! Why the hell did they do that? So if it's not them missing on the field and being inconsistent, it's the coaches making bad calls. Okay, we sitting up here. It's uh, what 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 down is it? Oh, it's three and two. All right, now let's go. Should we just put uh, uh, Jordan Howard in there and let him get them two yards? I know, no, I'm feeling like maybe we should. We gonna run a shotgun. A shotgun. Yeah, we're gonna run a shotgun. Five wide receivers. We're gonna put Andy Dalton. What about Taysom? Now we're gonna leave him on the bench. We're going to put Andy Dalton in the shotgun with five wide receivers. He going to make sure he get that two yards. I'm like, huh? No. Jumbo package, get the two. You see? So it'd be like madness stuff like that that goes on. I'm like, dude, you can't, you got to, you know, we have to be more consistent offensively. And, you know, you're thinking about like, man, you practice, you practice so much during the season. And then you turn around and you say, man, don't that practice mean anything? I mean, God damn, I know it. You can't. it's hard to simulate real game action, but in practice, I'm practicing to catch the ball. I'm practicing to learn the play. So when the actual game goes on, when they say this play, New Orleans bank seven, nine, two, eight, then I know what I need to do for that particular play. That means that I'm going to go up and then out and then up or whatever I got to do, you know, or this is a crossing route or a slant. Oh, I'm going to run a screen or whatever. When they call the play, oh, I know what I did is when you know that, then it makes it a lot easier. You know where you're supposed to be on the field, whether you're on the offensive or defensive side, you know what you're doing. We, it's just certain guys knowing and certain guys don't, which affect everybody because if the defense don't know as a whole where everybody, everybody's supposed to be, there's going to be issues. And that's the problem the Saints are having. So, Thanks, thank you, Alex, for checking it out, bro, for coming in and kind of educating us on the game, man. But let me just say this, man, about the Saints family before I go. Um, two things. The Pete Carmichael situation, right? Pete Carmichael. Well, actually, let's just do this. Let's just let's just do this. The last couple of games, the Seattle matchup, the Cincinnati Bangle game, right? Explosive. Now I can go back with explosive plays. Uh, you know, in previous matchups, but just sticking with those two right now. We gave up explosive plays to Geno Smith running at offense, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. We know they beasts, those guys. And Geno played really well. If it wasn't for Taysom, we would have lost that game. We'd have been sitting up here with one win. The Cincinnati game should have been a win, but in large part, the defense, and like Alex astutely mentioned about his team, is the fact that the Arizona defense is supposed to is built as a complement to their offense. The offense is supposed to be good. The defense is supposed to be able to hold teams down to a certain amount while the offense score a certain amount to win the game. Now, if we apply that logic to the Saints, you know, which would be and I'm going to put this to the great Saint think Tank because we're going to figure this out together tonight, baby let me pose this question to the great saint thank tank by the way family if you hadn't please feel free to smash the like button hit the like button for me hit the subscribe button if you're not a subscriber feel free to share the show on your social media feed facebook reddit doesn't matter share it with the other diards let them know we own let me ask this to the family members here you know which is which because that's a great point by alex he mentioned the complement of the defense for the Arizona Cardinals was built as a complement to which was supposed to be an elite level offense. Hadn't that worked? Hadn't worked that way. Let me pose the question to you guys: Which is the complement versus the the foundation versus the complement? You see what I'm saying? Which is the actual complement? Is the is it the Saints' offense that's a complement to the Saints' defense, or is it vice versa? What do you guys think? Let me know about that. Y'all chime in on that because I really would like to hear y'all thoughts on that. Let me know what you know, and I'll put you on the screen for that uh, because let's figure that out. Which is which? Is it the Saints offense? That's the, the 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 big dog on the block. Is it Batman? Let's just put it like that. Is the Saints offense Batman or is it Robin? Or is the defense Batman and the offense Robin? Who's the compliment here? Y'all let me know in the chat. I really would like to know that because that would really you know, answer a lot of questions. What do y'all guys think? All right. Hemisphere said, what's up? Hemisphere says I heard from the AFR Saints channel that they had an article about the Saints looking to trade away Callaway. Also a restructured Hardy contract to free up 1 million this year. Yeah, we covered it last night on the TSC QA and a live. We went until we covered they did restructure Deontay Harty's contract and freed up some money. And there are rumors circulating that the Saints are looking at a trade and they named Fowler that it was based on a tweet by Jeremy Fowler who was going over his sources or saying that this particular person is in a trade window. And just because the saints had a, uh, a, a recent past went and looked at this fellow, that it could be something they cycle back to. So that's what, what he was throwing out there and that's what's swirling in the rumor mill right now. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what Jeremy Fowler's article was talking about. So yeah, thank you. Uh shout out to you, bro. Good to see you too, bro. Hope everything going all right with you. All right. So, uh Wallace, what's up, bro? How you doing? Say what a big Q they talking about trading Callaway. What are they thinking? What are they doing? Like they messing up the whole team. The coaches is how he's the coaches is how to get rid of them. <laughs> uh yeah, it's rumors out there, but uh you know you know you, you yeah, Callaway don't cost a lot of money. I think he makes what? Just under 900 grand for this season and then he's a restricted free agent next year. So I wouldn't do that if I was the Saints. You know, I, I don't agree about a move like that to get rid of Callaway because you have guys right now, um, Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas right now, who are not fully healthy. And in what if a situation arises like currently, where you would need a guy like marquez Callaway who helps your squad out, you know you know, because of the injuries to your big players. Look at that, you know, so you still need some depth there. So I I, I wouldn't be in favor of moving a Marquez Callaway, especially um, right now anyway. I mean, but but he's the one they're more interested in. That's why things are swirling around. You you notice you don't hear no rumors about Traquan Smith nowhere, do you? You don't hear no Kevin White rumors. You don't hear no Traquan Smith trading rumors, do you? Because nobody wants these guys not to be disrespectful or to disparage any of them guys. But I'm saying their names would be circulating in the trade windows if that was the case. But you don't hear it because they see value in Callaway versus not in the rest of those guys. That's just how it is. All right. Shout out to the fam, man. All right. Uh, brother tayno what's up, bro? He said we need to trade David on your model for a pass rushing three technique. But they got some guys we can look at if we were really serious about fixing the interior line. I think David On Yamada looks better next to a nose tackle, a bona fide nose tackle, and not a defensive tackle. That's the difference. The Saints need a nose tackle. They need a guy like Brown. Like we had Big Malcolm that was here. He did a stellar job in that in that technique next to David Onyamata. That's what you need. That's what you need. You need a big menacing guy like that that can uh plug up the middle. And We simply don't have that. The Saints went away from that. We need that 300-pound guy. remember the Saints had, uh, what's his name? He was on the team. He kept getting hurt, and they released him. He was an undrafted guy out of North Carolina. Y'all put his name in the chat. And he was, like, starting in the preseason, the last – he got hurt, I think, the same injury the last couple years, and the Saints just finally released him. What was his name? I forgot the guy's name. He was a big nose tackle. He was, like, 6'6", 300 pounds. But when he was healthy, he was a force inside there. But I think the Saints need to find that guy. Maybe we can go out and get a Malcolm Brown. I don't know if Brown is still available. I'm going to have to look up and see that is, but we'll see. What's up, Carla? Shout out to you, Queen. She says, run game is the Dark Knight defense's 2 Face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I, I see what you're saying there, Carla. I like what you how you did that there. Okay, I see. I did say uh, let's that's due to the, the, the superheroes thing. Size so that, that was a good one right there. That's a good one. Brother UF, what's up, my brother? He says, you ready for tomorrow? Yes, sir, I am, bro. I'm going to be having a little drink sitting right here. I ain't going to say what it is because I know Tasha listening and she going, to you know how Tasha get. She's going to be saying what you drinking on and all that. So I'm going to have me a little water sitting right there. You know what I'm saying? Some water so I can be able to cool myself down because something tells me I'm going to be getting nice, hot and heated and I need to kind of chill out. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? there? All right. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. 504. Somebody like Al Woods, man. Somebody like L Woods, bro. We that's what we need. No, it was there. You go, Dalton. Yeah, that was his name. What was his first name, family? His name was it Jamal? No, it wasn't Jamal Dalton, it was something Dalton. Jail and Dalton. There you go. There you go. Who shout out to you? Who nailed it? Ant-Man got it. and Dalton. That's the big guy we had, but he kept getting hurt. We we got all these tweener type tackles. You see what I'm saying? If you go and look down the Saints defensive interior position, we got a lot of tweener guys. I guess and even with David, uh, you can look at a guy like uh, the big defensive tackle passing and they don't really see passing as a, a, a nose tackle or a defensive, a, a defensive tackle. He's six, seven, 300 pounds, but the, the Saints have him playing inside, they're playing outside, stuff like that. So it's interesting. But we need to get a big menacing interior guy that's just a big guy that just stops up the middle. Everything stops with him. You see what I'm saying? That's what we need to do. All right, there you go. All right, so uh, yeah, so the rest of the family, yeah, thank you, Carla, for that. That was pretty good uh, on on the depth. On the <laughs> who's who, okay? Uh, Lori says, either, either, okay, thank you. All right, uh, defense says, said my boy Booming, shout out to you, Booming, much love to your brother. All right, Swag says, both of them are the Joker. <laughs> you can't have two Jokers, bro. You can't have two Jokers, bro. Come on. All right, all right. So yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's one of those situations. Like, what is the, the Saints' offense? They spent a lot of money on the Saints' offense. They really did. You know, they spent that. They went and got. Uh, they had two first-round draft picks. We took both of them. We used them on offense. We had Trevor Pinion at the tackle, left tackle position. We got Chris Olave there to help boost that. We brought in Jarvis Landry to the offense. So the Saints spent some money on the offense in anticipation, even paying Jameis the money he got to be the guy, and bringing Andy Dalton behind them in case for insurance. And we, they spent a lot of money. So, but in my and I, if I'm, if I'm asking myself that I would probably say that the defense would be Batman and the offense would be Robin, uh, simply because the defense, in my opinion, is is more closer to a. Super Bowl. Well, prior to all this going on in these first six weeks of, of the season. But at the, the, the mindset of when it was put together, when the signings would happen is that the Saints defense was a step or two away from being a Super Bowl caliber unit. And that if they would step up and handle the business, we would have at least two wins on our docket if the defense would have shut down certain things and not allow it to happen like the Bengals game if the defense holds in the second half of the game the saints win that thing they go away with the win but the defense is a major problem so the defense has to step up both of them are not handling the business but at least the offense has the excuse that they got injuries the defense is not nearly as hurt as the offense is man not nearly all right shout out to the fam all right what's up brother farouk shout out to you uh what's up, Mickey? How you doing, brother? Good to see Mickey uh, Loomis in the building. Shout out to Mickey, man. Shout out. All right, my brother Damon. Shout out. It seems to be uh, seems to me on your model suspension, dude. Has been the same. Yes, yes. Also Tulane's top 20. Y'all seen that. Congratulations to the Green Wave. My nephew went to the, uh, to the green to Tulane, man. He played on the basketball team. So yeah. LSU seem like they're finding themselves, and also our pals is up by eight. Yeah, I'm watching it on the side screen as well so shout out to the fan. appreciate you uh damian much love bro uh brother eric says q it's offense it's <laughs> the q it's offense it's abbott and costello and the defense is the three stooges y'all often bring that in there i often throw that in there don't i brother eric the three stooges ass football that's what i call it and if you don't know what that is you got whoo, 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 and they running around whoo, 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 eye gouging tripping up falling sliding you know what i'm saying they'll they'll they, 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 they'll be trying to put the plumbing in and then and, and then it'll water out the boards and they'll fall through all the way into the basement. A pipe will fall on top of their head, cling, you know, stuff like that. Three Stooges ass football. And you're right. That that's, that it's been, a, it's been, it's it, it, it's been sad, but a joke all at the same time. JT says, Q undisciplined teams mean average team eight, nine, nine and eight. They got plenty of time to step up and, and, and do it. So I'm in the mode. I've not lost faith in the club, but I'm still saying that you got to show me something. You got to show me something. You got to show me intelligence. You have to show me discipline. You have to show me consistency. You have to show me at least that. Why? Because I'm showing you that. I'm consistently over, I'm consistently watching you. I'm, with my discipline, we, you know, discipline, consistency, kind of tie together. And what was the other one I asked? Intelligence. Well, we are doing our best job to kind of make sure we stay on that. So, I'm not asking you for nothing that I'm not giving you that's, that, that 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 that's that's fair. Whatever I'm asking you is what I'm asking you to give me in return. And they have to be able to do that. And I haven't I have not seen that. Thank you, brother. Rich, if we don't win, we all need <laughs> to drink Everclear. All right. All right. All right. The Mickey says uh, he shout out to you guys. We're steady tweaking the roster. OK, Mickey, shout out. Do not trade Marquez Calloway, my friend. Thank you very much. All right. You up says uh, defense is Vegeta. Offense is Gohan. All right. All right. All right. Dragon Ball Z in the building. All right. Laurie says uh, they got rid of uh, C.D. Deuce and Quan and Marcus Williams. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That that hurt a little bit, don't it, Laurie? Uh, yeah. 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 You moron. Yeah. 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 yuck, Yeah. yuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <No, yeah, yeah. laughs> used to love that watching that when I was young. All right, Davis Abigail, I'm out. I'm out. I'm. He says I'm out. I'm seeing yet. Pe- uh, okay, thank you, bro. Appreciate you, bro. I'm about to get on out too. All right, all right, brother. Prom says uh, defense is wall machine and oh, is Luke Cage. All right, okay. There you go. All the Marvel references being thrown up in that thing. A couple of comic book references. Swag City, both Hancock. All right, that uh a Will reference to Will Smith's character. All right. All right, so with that being said, listen, I'm going to get on in there. I'd like to give a shout-out to Alex Clancy of, of, of the Locked In on Cardinals podcast. He was in the early of the show. He previewed the game with me, gave us some good game about the Arizona Cardinals, uh, let us know about some, some guys that we didn't know about. Uh, Murphy, uh, Junior, he talked about him. He mentioned Thompson as well. He drew some names that we need to keep an eye out on, and that's what we're going to look out. We're going to pay attention to those guys tomorrow. So tomorrow's game day, family. I shall return for that matchup as well as we get ready to for the Pelican post-game report tonight. And we're going to be in the building. So much love to the fam. I appreciate y'all chiming in on this thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I ain't forget about we talked, we talked about it uh on uh TSC QA live last night about Alante Taylor that he's back. So he helps out on special teams. We'll see if the Saints include him in, in the secondary. We're gonna see, man. Hopefully, because the CD Deuce trade you know, it was large part because they didn't want to pay him the money and they already signed Alante Taylor and they have high regard for Alante Taylor. So let's see with him coming back off the injury that he can kind of uh make some plays for the Saints in the secondary because they're going to be plenty of opportunity for him to be up in there with so many injuries Uh with guys like PJ Williams and Laddie Daddy Down. We're going to need that brother to step up and make some plays, whether it's on special teams or in the secondary. We're definitely going to need that. All right, so with that being said, fam, thank y'all. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. If you hadn't already hit that thing, please feel free to share the show stream on your social media feed if you haven't done that already and hit the notification bell for future show content. Also, feel free to go in the description section and check out the LinkedIn pages that has all of our contact information, all of our stores. We have three merch stores with three with different merchant hats and all kind of stuff for the ladies, for the fellas, for the babies, the churn. We got all that there all kind of stuff stuff for your bedroom stuff for your kitchen stuff for your uh for your bathroom all kind of stuff we got it all at the pro shops the links in the description section be- below at the link tree It'll give you all of that and also our social media feel free to subscribe and join us on facebook the sports comas uh what is it? the Great saint Think take facebook group you can join that and stay in contact with the family members off stream so with that being said i'm out and i'm gonna see y'all guys tomorrow on the saints thursday watch party and uh, for my pelican guys i'll see y'all tonight on the post game the pelican post game report with the pelicans much love who that and i'm out yeah huh? boogie
1: like benson i'm a who i'm a who long as i'm living i'm a who <laughs> Lose all winning, I'm, I'm a who at. Sports coma, yeah. yeah, this is where we do, do that. that. Where we do that, that. where yeah. we do yeah. that, where we do that, yeah. where we do that. that, where we do that, where we do that, huh? Yeah. Boogie like this, and I'm a hood Sports coma, this is where we do that, that. where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Somebody, please, better help. Be Running this thing like Elf. Thing like thank God every day I'm not a, a felt. Go to YouTube Live with Big Q and the guys. guys. If you ain't ride or die, die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out Cha-ching. your shame for the championship. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking on town, fucked down. down. Falcons, pluck get shut, 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 shut down. Panthers ain't much to Touchdown. Touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. Touchdown. So much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Yeah. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL. Yeah. When things yeah. seem fishing and you probably smell. Yeah. The crooked referees yeah. are Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this and I'm a hoot, at. I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at. I'm a hoot at. Lose win, winning, I'm a hoot It's the sports coma, this is where we, that. That. Where, we that, eh. where we do that Where we do that, where we do that Where we do that, where eh. we do that we do Boogie like this and I'm a hoot It's the sports coma, this is where we do that do that. listening to sports coma yeah. and the guys <laughs> All
2: merge to support the platform Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath, bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform
0: continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that i you plus.